The Mina Kime Show featuring Lenny is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Welcome back to the Mina Kime Show featuring Lenny, the only NFL podcast where one of the host's favorite trail technique is wandering off the trail and chasing squirrels. That's Lenny. Mina Kimes. I am joined on this delightful Wednesday by friend of the show, one of the hosts of the Athletic Football Podcast, Nate Tice. Hi. And I'm centered now. <laughs> and uh, that, I, I like the trail technique joke. We got a little cover two joke Might in there, two man. Yeah, I was watching cornerbacks this morning, so it was on my mind. I was watching uh, draft corners. <laughs> Just like trail. Fun class. Trail, trail. By the way. Very good class. I know. Yeah. I uh, there. I think there's like about six guys in the consensus up there. It's uh, not. You don't usually get that. You usually get like two guys and then you're grasping at straws after that. So definitely a much better class than usual. Thanks for having me, by the way. Thanks for coming on. We're not talking draft today. Yeah. Um, well, we sort no. of are tangentially. I, okay, so <laughs> I keep saying this. After the show is when I'm going to dig into the draft. Actually, super excited. Um, next week, talking quarterbacks with a first-time guest. JT O'Sullivan, who I, I mentioned to you, Nate, that I oh, wanted fun. to yeah, have him because I love his videos. So that's something you guys should really look forward to. I'm really looking forward to it, um, talking quarterbacks with him. But uh, we are not covering prospects today. We are talking about teams. This is one of my favorite things to do every year, usually always exactly this time, a couple weeks after free agency, when it, free agency is kind of winding wound to a close, and then really ahead of April and, and when the draft pre-draft process gets it gets into really high gear um it, it's really just going through every team looking at the rosters which is uh, again so useful after free agency you're like oh you're yeah. this, or this guy okay all right yeah i missed that signing and basically evaluating what the needs are for each of these teams which you know again ahead of the draft not that teams exclusively draft for need but it's definitely useful to think about as you prepare for the draft and think about like which guys your teams might be targeting in early right. rounds in particular. Um, so this was a lot of fun. And I will start by saying like, I was pretty, there, there were teams that I was, I came out lower on. There are teams that I came out higher on spoiler Washington. I texted you and I was like, dang, Washington's got a pretty good roster. So it, it, it's a fun exercise. Surprising. It is a fun exercise. It's it's good. It's a good exercise. You know, uh, I do a show with Robert Mays that we do a lot of lessons. And every time we do some of those shows, it's actually really uh, like it makes you do a little bit of homework. And there's even I, I mean that in a good way. I mean, a fun, <laughs> fun study group session. Um, but I, it after free agency, too, it's so nice to kind of resettle and look at and go, oh, yeah, they signed that guy. Oh, yeah, they had took a one-year flyer on that guy, and that kind of will change your opinion on where you think there might be a hole. Like, even there, some of these teams, you know, doing a mock draft over the weekend kind of helped where I kind of was looking and, and looking at some of the needs, so I kind of double dipped on my uh, my duties uh both work and for fun you know working with you uh but it really is nice to do this because especially going into the draft you start realizing oh this might be how it unfolds yeah. or this might be who they look at post june you know looking at vets or anything of that sort or this might be a hindrance that we got to keep an eye on during camp and once the season starts and you're like well there's that linebacker they've needed since february and you know they, they have a whole lot guard that they didn't yeah. fill up and Helps us do our job, but we do it for fun for everyone else to listen to as well. And I should say, there are still free agents out there. There are potential Hunt. trade targets like DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so, you know, when we go through these teams and we say, oh, this, this team needs a wide receiver, 
they could still be in in, in the OBJ, the OBJ Hopkins market too. <laughs> um, so we're we're taking a much needed reprieve from Lamar and Rogers because there's nothing nothing really to report other than Lamar's trade uh him coming out on twitter and saying he wanted to be traded i actually was like i we talked about that on our shows and i was like i mean the two biggest questions i have that really influence all of this still remain unanswered which is how much money does he actually want it's all speculation um and i think dramatically affects which teams might hypothetically even be trading for him you know the colts actually seem open to it which i guess is a recent development we talk about that when we talk about the colts um and then whether he's willing to sit out, because that tells me, you yeah. know, how much leverage the Ravens actually have. But I don't want to talk about that. I, I love, I love um, sure? saying the things I don't <laughs> want to talk about. There, there is one NFL story I do want to talk to you about, though. Um, I was going to save it for the team, but let I, let's get it out of the way now. I actually thought this was one of the bigger pieces of NFL news of the week, which was um, both John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan coming out and talking about their quarterback situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> presenting... Different timelines for the return of Brock Purdy, which is concerning. Uh, I think Lynch said he thought he would be ready for week one, if I remember correctly. Kyle said weeks one through four. We had heard in the past he might be ready for camp. All very murky. But what we do know is, and this was Lynch who came out and said that, like, you know, Brock's earned the right to start. He said that. He he didn't say we're going to have a quarterback comp. He didn't keep it vague. Um, and, and so, Nate, my interpretation of the state of things in San Francisco is that Brock Purdy is the starter. And in the meantime, Trey Lance will be competing with Sam Darnold to potentially start week one if Purdy's not ready. Is that how you read all of this? Yeah. And how about Kyle, Kyle Shanahan's almost brutally honest in his press conferences over the last few years? And I also noticed that with injury uh, timelines, like yeah. I believe more what Kyle says because he usually is pretty honest and going like, oh, that's a two month or oh, you know, high ankle sprain. We won't see him for eight the weeks. The world might it's, end. Yeah. <laughs> the world exactly. The world might end. Um I mean Purdy did play very well in his his limited time. So I understand their sentiment and also their you know the it's the joystick or the the video game controller at the quarterback position and Purdy does that plus a little bit of the chaos. Um I thought they also showed a little love to Sam Darnold. It's kind of funny. They showed a lot of love to everybody, but the guy they traded up for and selected at number three, it was kind yeah. of like they're negging him, you know, kind of, <laughs> they're trying to make him feel like, like, Hey, we're going to really hype up everybody else. Described around. him not as a really- member of the team, like a valued member of the team, which is not so crazy. How you typically describe someone in that no. position. A year ago, they were having Jimmy G who was with the team, but not with the team. They had him training on his own and they were like, Oh yeah, Trey's our guy. Trey's our guy. Trey gets hurt. And it's like, yeah, never mind. No, no longer. We're no longer talking about him. Uh, but I agree with you. It really just seems like just what they're putting out publicly is that Purdy seems like one in their mind. I think it's going to be a, a UCL injury for a quarterback is pretty scary. Uh, I mean, that changes that can change grip can change throwing motion about what you're comfortable with. The rehab can be iffy. Uh, I shouldn't say iffy, but it can be, go up and down and your confidence. You have to get that back. It's different than an ankle. It's different than a knee when you're, you know, not having to throw the ball. You don't throw the ball with your foot. Uh, so I, I think that's where 
there's a lot of question marks there. Uh, I think the 49ers just love this. Just the every year, it's going with question marks at the quarterback position, so we're talking about them. So we don't focus on how good their defense is or how much fun their run game and their other weapons are, apparently. I, I really struggle to talk about Trey Lance to do takes or whatever because yeah. we've barely seen the dude play football. He barely played right. last year. One game was like in horrible conditions. You remember, you remember before he got hurt? The monsoon. Yeah, and, and I like I, I don't know, and it seems like the vast majority of takes on him are almost um, into it. Like there, people are intuiting how good he yeah. is. They're like, Oh, well, if he was good, he would have, you know, the Niners would be talking about him differently and he must be awful in practice. Maybe, but I personally no don't idea. feel comfortable arriving at conclusions about a quarterback based on reading the tea leaves or trying to guess or I guess surmise, it's not really guess, how coaches feel, I would rather see the dude play and then come to my own conclusions. And I don't feel like we have actually had the opportunity to really do that with Lance. I 100% agree. Even, I mean, he didn't even play a lot of college games. Yeah. So it's like this guy just, period, has not played a lot of football. And I think Trey Lance is such a different type of quarterback than Shanahan's ever had, even with RG3. And I, I include RG3 in there because RG3 was a speed guy that they'd run on the zone read stuff and get to the edge. And Trey Lance is like a, a fullback in a quarterback's, you know, playing quarterback that can also throw it, you know, 65 yards, 70 yards and push the ball. And that was even their whole last offseason was there. That was kind of the discussion point was Kyle was tired. Kyle Shanahan was tired of nickel and diamond. I should say nickel and diamond, but working his butt off to really get all these yards, eight yards and being very efficient. And he wanted to be more explosive. And that's where the Trey Lance kind of love came from. What, Oh, we can design, we have positionless football. Now the quarterback can run it. See the running back. Well, now they have CMC can split out. We have the receiver in the backfield, Debo Samuel. Everybody can do everything, including the quarterback. And all of a sudden, I think in a game and a half in a monsoon, and then he gets a hurt, and he's like, I'm just going to go back to what I'm comfortable with. Like yeah. That was fun while it lasted for two weeks, and I think that's where he's reverted back. I'm, I'm interested in the Sam Darnold love. I still have like two shares of Darnold. <laughs> like, I still have him somewhere somewhere under under the mattress or somewhere, but I still have him. So if, the, if he's ever going to succeed, this would be the situation that he would I succeed. Mean, yeah, good landing spot for him. He actually great quarterback situation in the NFL, and he's actually getting a chance. Like. Amazing. Anyways, we'll see how that plays out. I just wanted to quickly hit it because I do think it's interesting Absolutely. and a little confusing. Um, yeah. So, okay. We're going to go team by team. Uh, I, for no good reason, decided to go in alphabetical order by team name instead of division. I don't know why. I can't explain That's it. Fine. There's no logic to it. I guess I always feel like whenever I do like the division thing, you always start with the AFC East and end with the NFC West typically West. because we, America, you know, you our East, East Coast, Coast bias. bias yeah. But, so yeah. I'm like, screw that. We're going to, but actually when you go in alphabetical, so we're going to start with the, the, the second large, the third largest city yeah, in the country. That's okay. what we're going to start with. So we're, okay. So I'm going to, let's start the, okay. So I'm going to kind of talk, name the team, talk a little bit about who they added and lost. And then let's also, I'll ask you first. So, we are starting with the Chicago Bears, who had a very active offseason. Um, the big trade, you had DJ Moore, you signed two linebackers, TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Nate Davis comes in at guard, Demarcus Walker to rush the passer. Uh, De Deontay Foreman and Travis Homer, because David Montgomery walks out the door. And Robert Tunyon um, yep. are some of the bigger signings. So what do you feel are the positions that the Bears still need to add talent? Oh, 
offensive line. Uh, I, I did like the Nate Davis signing because I I thought interior shoring up the interior matters as much as a tackle to help out Justin Fields. Uh, he got a lot of interior pressure last year. He could never step up in the pocket. Um, I should say never, but rarely was able to get a clean pocket where he can actually operate and step up and throw into some of these throws that when he wanted to push the ball. So, but I think they did a nice job with Davis. I would love for them. They're figuring out the center position. They're talking about, oh, they might move a guy over, give him a shot. Uh, but I, I really do think they really need to add a center and a tackle. Um, they had a fifth rounder last year that did a nice job. Braxton and, Jones, but, yeah. Thank you. Uh, but I think like they're slotted at that nine spot to really get one of these tackles. Uh, I think there's several good ones in this draft. I'm highest on Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State and Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Um, I think either of them would make sense. I, I, I would guess, and I think they've already kind of hinted at this, that Paris Johnson would be a fantastic scheme fit for them. Mm. Chris Morgan, their offensive line coach, is a Shanahan guy. Loves, they love the zone run. Paris Johnson would be much better in that type of type of scheme where he can cut off and use his athleticism and his length. He's still a little bit has a ways to go, uh, but he has tools, 36 inch arms. I, he's my offense tackle one. And I think they're in a perfect spot to take him and protect the blind side for years and years and years. Um, other than that, I think continue to add juice that defensive line. Yeah. Uh, I really, you know, uh, they have to, they're going to play in a lot of two high coverages. They need to win with four. And on top of that, uh, this is the last one. I love the DJ Moore signing, but I would actually look to maybe add a tight end on day two. You're going to hear me say this a lot. I'm just going to get out ahead. A lot of tight ends. Add a tight end. Ends. A lot of tight ends on day two. You'll hear me say that with a lot of teams. Um, but I think pairing him with Komet, uh, some, the hypothetical tight end with Cole Komet could be really interesting and give another pass catcher with size and maybe upside as well. And I think this is a loaded tight end class. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I have complete agreement trenches, both sides of the ball um, offensive line. It's kind of interesting because it's a little bit unclear to your point. Who's playing what like Tevin Jenkins, yeah. the guard, is he going to be a left guard, right? You know, like um, Lucas Patrick, exactly. Cody Whitehair. They have guys now in the building, which is great, but I don't know exactly how, what they view as their best five. I do think tackle probably is what I would prioritize at that point in the draft, especially because it's, it's plausible they'll have the first pick of the first offensive take, tackle taken in the draft, um, right. the way things are shaking out. So I think that would be really nice for them to really solidify that offensive line. Um, and then, yeah, I think like edge is, again, it kind of depends on defensive line generally, but depends on who, uh, where they're picking right now, just looking at their depth charts, like, Travis Gibson, Dominique Robson, yeah. Terrell Lewis, who was a backup with the Rams. So still needs in the trenches is the priority yeah. for this team. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, the Bengals had a fascinating yeah, offseason. Uh, very quiet, you know, at first. They bring back Jermaine Pratt. Um, they lose a lot of guys on defense. Jesse Bates, Von Bell. Um, I don't know what the state is of Eli Apple right now. I think he's still out there. Uh, uh, they also Hayden Hurst, Samaji Pirine. They go out and they sign Nick Scott, who's a safety with the Rams, who you might remember from mm -hmm. making plays in their Super Bowl run. Uh, and then the biggest signing, of course, was Orlando Brown Jr. to play left tackle. So that this one's a little complicated. I'll go first here um, because there's still a couple balls in the air with this team. So the, right. the things they... I think really clearly need tight end. I, they did sign someone. I can't remember who, but it was Irv Smith. Tight yes. end. Sign him. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But, I, I agree but, with that. So, and then it's like, 
Uh, they brought in a running back. I forget. I, I have a running back on there, but later. No, I. Th- but these are, these are, I'm here's the thing. These. Okay, so like a lot of my needs are conditional. If they trade Jonah Williams, they need a right tackle. Right. If they don't bring back Apple, I think they need another corner. <laughs> um, right. So, you know, and then I wrote maybe wide receiver, depending on what their vision is for Chase and Higgins, which we're not privy to, of course, or obviously I would say Higgins, not Chase. Um, But those to me jumped out. Are there any other positions that you thought of or? Yeah. Yeah. I said DB and and I said losing Von Bell and Jesse Bates. They drafted Dax Hill and he's in the wings, but still might be a position that they look at. Um, I did have running back. I think, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know what the deal is with mixing. That, oh, I forgot to mention kinda, that. It's the other ball in the air. Cause he's, everyone's saying yeah. he's going to get cut. It's like a big cap hit, what, but yeah, it seems like that. I know everyone kind of in the know with the Bengals stuff, like kind of, or maybe it's just, you know, fans yelling on Twitter. It seems like they seem like he's out and, and P Ryan's more of a hit than I think people think because of what he did for them in pass protection. And as a kind of a check down artist, um, when Burrow kind of really peppered the running backs and tight ends underneath, they don't really use tight ends too much. Like they, they do like they're on the field, but their offense, because of Tyler Boyd, they're the team that's in the most 11 personnel than anybody. I think them and the Rams, of course, um, with Zach Taylor coming from L.A. That makes sense. Uh, but they don't use that position a ton. Like even Hurst was perfect for them last year. Yeah. Kind of that fourth option. You know, it gets 70 targets, 60-something targets. That's kind of what they look at. I understand taking the flyer on Irv Smith, but I'm kind of – Irv Smith has had a lot of opportunities to, to, to make something to make something happen. It's a great so draft. Tight end yeah. – yeah, it's a great draft. Exactly. Day two tight end. Um, but, uh, you know, tackle, like you said, if that, that might happen with the right tackle, offensive line, you can never hurt with offensive line. But that's that's where I was was at. It was kind of dependent on what they feel about a lot One of things. One thing that would be interesting is if they do move on from Mixon with the signing of Orlando Brown Jr. I talked about this a little bit last week. If their running game continues to move away from a couple of years ago when they're almost exclusively a zone running team, yeah. if that affects the kind of backs they look at in the draft. Yeah. That'll tell us a lot. This is what, one thing I love it about will. the draft is like you can learn a lot about how a team sees Thinking. their offense. Yeah, yeah, based on the kind of player they draft. So that's something to keep an eye on. Oh, that's yeah. why. That's why I love that Brown. Uh, well, not only getting him at a very good rate yeah. and very good contract, I like that more because of what you refer to is that they changed their offensive run game so much to gun runs and pulling and using traps and duo and all these at you runs that the Brown signing made more sense yeah. than I initially thought. Like I think the first thought everyone had was, well, how, how is he going to pass protect Burrow all those pass? Well, really they went to a balanced offense last year. So this one made a lot of sense. So I totally agree with you on that point. Okay. Next we've got the Buffalo bills who brought in Connor McGovern's interior offensive lineman, Deontay Hardy, the wide receiver, Damian Harris running back. Yeah. They uh, re-signed Milano, and Jordan Poyer lose Tremaine Edmonds, and I think that's those are the big ones, the big moves. Yeah. Um, so, what positions yeah. do you well, feel like they should go after? Well, first, uh, all those guys that you listed off: McGovern, Hardy, and Harris. I I'm a fan of all these yeah. kind of singles. I guess those those types of moves. They're not home runs, but they're sing- they're getting on base. And after the Von Miller splash, I kind of like that kind of re revamping like hey let's get back to the 2017 bills build up through the phrase. 
I know that's exactly how it's going to happen, but I think Hardy's a huge upgrade over McKenzie. I I think Damian Harris, given given that true downhill running back, uh, you know, over this my one stat of the show over the past two seasons combined, uh, Harris is a top five running back in terms of success rate from under center runs, mm. and the Bills were getting into more and more under yeah. center last year. So with McGovern being McGovern was like the fourth or fifth best lineman on the Cowboys, but it's probably the second best lineman on the Bills. <laughs> so it's like even that's like an upgrade. But I would still say another interior offensive lineman is a need yeah. or right tackle. Uh, Spencer Brown's still young, but he wasn't very good last year. Uh, so I, I would like another offensive lineman with this team. I think another pass catcher I wouldn't hate. Uh, I think they can go a tight end with Knox if they wanted to, but you know, but I like a, they have. Any type of receiver, if they liked one, they can slot in there. Yeah. Um, because Diggs is an outside guy, Davis is an outside guy. I love Khalil Shakir. He can be an inside and outside guy. So any type of guy they like, and maybe a linebacker with Edmonds leaving, and maybe that's all maybes. Because yeah. I, I do like the Bills roster. I've kind of it's talked a good myself roster. back into it. I know. Again. I feel it like is. there's such panic around the Bills. I don't know, just there really like is losing Edmonds. I mean, he's a good player, but for yeah. the most part, the, the roster is pretty yeah, right. <laughs> and most importantly, just guys were hurt on defense last year. Their roster is going to be better yeah. because guys are coming back. I did leave out one signing I forgot to um, was a little bit late. Taylor Rapp, which I think is another one of those singles, oh, yeah. you know, where it's like, oh, yes. like who, he actually played, I thought, call. his best football last year on a horrible Rams defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, more of a box safety type. But they, I do yeah. think they needed depth they at need. that position. Yes. Exactly. Um, so, and they always play five DBs. So yeah. they, they're always nickel. So they, they need DB 100%. bodies as opposed to like interior linebacker bodies. So I had, I wrote down offensive line and wide receiver, but I love the idea of just kind of pass catcher actually, instead of wide receiver, you know, we've long, we people have long wanted the bills to be a little bit more multiple in terms of yeah. their personnel groupings and, I think if the right tight end is available, I could, that's something where I could see their offense trending in that direction a bit more um, times they've kind of flirted with it. And then they always kind of just go back to playing the hits, but um, yeah, you know, it used a lot of jumbo last year. Yeah, so it was that's true. Like they did a ton yeah. of jumbo. <laughs> just the best pass catcher available, I think would be yeah. uh, useful for them. And then, yeah, again, like offensive line, I'm with you there. Okay. Yeah. So this is a roster that I was like, this is actually a lot. They're in pretty decent shape. The Denver Broncos. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is that, that's that's this is probably my shortest note section. Yeah. Right. Right. Because <laughs> that, I was like, oh, damn. That like the, the big question mark is the quarterback, but like otherwise, yeah. um, this is a, the most injured. They had the highest adjusted games lost according to Football Outsider yep. in the NFL last year, which kind of flew under the radar because everything else was such a tire fire, you know, and with the coach and the quarterback situation. But, um, you know, the huge free agency, offensive linemen galore, blocking tight ends, um, fullback. Yeah, man hurts. Um, got it, <laughs> P. Ryan. We know what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, they, they also brought in yes. Zach Allen. Marcus Callaway was kind yes. of a sneaky under-the-radar signing. Um, yeah, and then, you know, they lost – uh, you know, Draymond Jones, Jones. They replaced him with Zach Allen, yeah. basically. However you feel exactly. about that. Exactly, it was a wonderful one. Um, okay, so this one, yeah, I had a lot of trouble actually with. Um, so I wrote wide receiver with a question mark because there's so much speculation about them trading Jerry Judy. So this is another one of right. those kind of conditional ones for me. Um, you got Tim Patrick coming off of the injury. There's also been yeah. speculation about Cortland Sutton. Like, So I was just like, okay, depending on what, how how they view their current wide receiver group. That's a position I could see them targeting. Uh, and then I also wrote edge 
Um, so right now you're looking at Baron Browning, who really I thought impressed me. Flash yeah. last year. Yeah. Randy Gregory. They've got uh, that really fast guy from Oakland, Nick Benito. I feel like they could use another edge rusher. Uh, and then I wrote corner, and that surprised me. But when I looked at the depth chart, um, you know, after they have Sertan, who's amazing, obviously, yeah. Kwan Williams in the slot. But it's like I think Demar Demar Mathis is listed as the starting corner opposite Sertan. Darby's gone, so I felt like that was another position that they could go after. Yeah, I I went maybe inside linebacker and maybe corner. And at first, I put receiver just for the same reasons you did. Uh, we'll you know, with I don't know who Sean Payton likes. Yeah. Does he like Judy? Does he like Sutton? I know that he'll love Tim Patrick though. <laughs> like that is such a Sean Payton receiver to say a power slot uh, blocking his butt off of, of the middle and also just like a just a sound receiver. So I know he'll love him, but I am curious what if it one of those other ones, well, other receivers does get moved because that is, I know this one wasn't, I, I, I wanted to like have a good point here. And the only thing I had was that they're getting Tim Patrick back and that that's really about Sneaky it with this team. So them, yeah. yeah. And so this, yeah, they're sitting in a decent spot and you can see, like you said, that, you know, what Sean Payton's kind of leaning into getting the P Ryan, getting man hurts yeah. the tight end, several offensive linemen. Uh, so really trying to inject that, you know, soundness in the run game with heavy play action shots. I think we're going to see a lot of that this year out of Russ. Another team that I was like, God damn, this team is pretty good. Not a lot of holes. The Cleveland Browns. Did you feel that way as well when you went through the roster? Or did you, I, there's a couple that jumped out to me, but for the most part, I was, I, I, you know, this is a team that was pretty active in free agency too. And maybe that's a big part of the reason why, but I was, I was pretty impressed with this depth chart when I went through it. Yeah. There's no glaring need, but there's ways, you know, singles and doubles, you know, that that's kind of what we're saying with the bills too. I, I really, did you know they have 14 receivers under contract? I know I just tweeted that, really? but it, that stunt 14 wide receivers under contract right more now. More than half. The Mari Cooper and Elijah Moore, Anthony Schwartz. Oh, and, uh, people people's jones there there we go that's that's four yeah. <laughs> i can't that's all i can get you um but i i think really for them is i i you can see oh, what you're saying Goodwin. with the dr- sorry to interrupt you ah that. that's another good one uh nice uh that you're saying with the draft you can see kind of where how teams feel about their team and feel about identity and everything even free agency the browns you know overpaid for dalvin tomlinson they went and got uh juan thornhill um, Obo Cronquo, who I'm a fan yeah. of, as I think he'll be a great secondary pass rusher for them. But you can see, you know, especially with Jim Schwartz yeah. coming in, and he will play a lot of too high defenses, a lot of quarters that they needed to rebuild the spine of the defense. And that's, I mean, that became a joke. It's a, a meme about how bad their run defense was last year. And so I think, if anything, another inside linebacker. It's a weak yeah. off ball linebacker class, but you can maybe add depth or sign somebody for some mercenary that might be still out there. Um, I think that would be something, maybe more guys along the defensive front, maybe another pass that's rusher, another guy in the interior. That's really, a, that's really you, what I got right now. I have nothing on offense. Like that's, I like it. I mean, Deshaun Watson really you know, who did not play well in the last season could not be in a better situation. Nope. I think so. Nope. Nothing there, I, I but totally yeah, I, I wrote the same thing. Defensive line and linebacker yeah, was, is what I wrote. So, but, 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 but I'm, I'm I excited right to now. see what Jim Schwartz does with this defense because it's going to be, it's going to be different. And I think Obo is like the perfect 
you know, wide nine Center. edge rusher for his yeah. team. Um, but I wouldn't mind. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind if he added more there. Okay. Now we're moving to a couple of teams, a few teams that actually have needs. We're moving to the letter. We're moving off the letter B. Uh, one more B, Buccaneers. We? One more B. Oh, Bucks. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Bucks. Bucks are odd. Um, because there, there's a few <laughs> positions where I was like, uh, like, well, so, okay, just to, sorry to quickly recap. They brought back Jamel Dean, which was on a very reasonable contract. They brought back yeah. uh, Anthony Nelson, Lamonte David on a one-year deal, Aaron Stinney. They signed Greg Gaines, nice signing, uh, Chase Edmonds, Baker Mayfield, a quarterback. I should mention that. Yes. Um, some, some meaningful losses, though. Donovan Smith, actually, I don't even know. Was he on, did, he, did he sign anywhere? Is he still out there? I think he's still I, out there. He's still okay, out there. Okay, so he might come back. He's still out there. Rakeem, Rakeem yeah. Nunez Roches, sneaky underrated loss. Yeah. Uh, Shaq Mason. Yes. So, number one is quarterback, but yeah. I don't know if yeah, they'll actually, you know, try to get a not quarterback. Not yeah. Um, and then I wrote offensive line, offensive, uh, you know, like look, yeah. see what happens. Even if they bring back Donovan Smith, they should still try to get a new left tackle. Tight end. Right now, I think their T1 is Kate Otten. Yeah, well, you dub. Um, <laughs> and then I actually I wrote uh, so there's a lot of positions actually. I wrote safety. Um, they did lose. They uh, so Mike Edwards is gone. Yep. Um, Lost Whitehead last year. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I wrote linebacker question mark because this feels like Levante David one year deal. This might be the but that's a little bit later. Did you have anything mm-hmm. else? No, nothing else that those are i said oh that's a lie i did have edge player uh yeah. with shaq barrick and a little older uh that's the thing I, with this I roster like, there's like guys but they're getting older they're at a few positions yeah 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 and he, yeah like you said even at linebacker at first you wouldn't think that's a need but yeah. then it's like well levante days is gonna be 33 this year maybe 34 and then devin white is going into his last year i think on his rookie contract yeah. so uh i i think um and so yeah, I, I had offense tackle opposite worfs and yeah, edge players the big ones. The yeah, QB of the future. So I'm I'm right there with you with everyone that you listed off. They're they're a weird team, man. <laughs> I uh, the tight end. I really like Kate Otten as a blocker, but it's like Co-keefed. Kate Kate Otten shouldn't be getting more than twenty five or thirty targets a season. So tight end's actually there, a pretty good need to throw in there. There was a rep last year where Brady was throwing to Coke Kift Keft. Oh, that I, 40, oh, 41? when it happened, I was uh, like, yeah. he's retiring. This is over. He's not doing this again. Okay. Um, no disrespect to Coke. <laughs> no, um, no. Okay. That's really fun. Yeah. He's a tight end wearing 41. You know what you're getting. <laughs> okay. I, I got a fun one for you. The Arizona Cardinals. I guess I should start by saying how many Cardinals on defense can you name? We don't, we're not going to really okay. do that, but at home, you <laughs> should try because boy, it's difficult. Um, it's, I'm not going to even do roster. the game losses. What, what positions, priorities have at it? I said everything. 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 Best player available everywhere. Uh, like every draft pick, every they should be looking at finding every single they can because we said like the singles are kind of like a sneaky thing for these other teams. A single for the Cardinals would be amazing. They're like, you know, they just getting on base would be amazing for this roster. This roster is not not good. Yeah. It's very, 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 very not good. So anybody, everything they need. Yeah. So for me, it was just kind of like, what do you prioritize? Oh, well, that's why they pay me for. That's why they pay me the big bucks <laughs> no, for the analysis I mean, this, right there. That's. <laughs> I, 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 this is their full on rebuild. Yeah. Um. It's, it's tough. Yeah, and I, <laughs> you know, it's timed well with Kyler's injury in some ways. So, mm-hmm. 
for me, it was kind of just more like prioritizing our defensive line. That to me is the number that that is the most barren part of this roster is the defensive line edge, you know, interior, both they're pro. I mean that, that they're in the Will Anderson spot at three. uh, Unless someone, honestly though, they should really consider trading down. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Seahawks fan and I want them to, (laughs) but this roster is so barren. If there's a team, Raiders, whatever, or even like a later on team, who pick out team picking later in the draft, who's willing to go up to three boy, could they use those draft picks? Yes. And that's what usually I I'm all about getting the blue chip players, which I think Will Anderson is. And, but this, this situation with this roster, it's yeah, they need, they need picks. They need a many, Restock. as many day two picks and future picks. Yeah. This is a full, full, it's nice having a, a needle moving quarterback like Kyler when he's on the field, but it's, you still need, you know, twenty one other starters <laughs> to to drop out there too, yeah. and that's where you could rebuild it through the through the draft a little bit. I know, poor like Buddha Baker on defense, man, and Isaiah Simmons had like his best season last year, but it's like Buddha man, was so funny at the Pro Bowl because I was like, so how are things? And he's like, well, it's just me here. <laughs> yes, he so and it's. We know we we see it we see it too Buddha we see it too man <laughs> that's what it seems like on he, that he team. really loves uh, CSI I think we had a long conversation I like to stay home in twenty twenty three yeah I was like really um, okay corner would be my second priority by the way I decided yeah uh, okay Chargers okay so we're getting back into so um, I'll go first here um, well Chargers you know pretty interesting off season. And, um, you know, they add Eric Kendricks to play linebacker. They re-sign Trey Pitkins, Morgan Vox. I like the Kendricks signing, by the way. If you, yeah, you me know, too. I, I, I didn't think he had as much as drop I think he'll bounce back to, to, to be to I think be, he'll be fine. Yeah. He's an above-average starter. Like, he's not yeah. like great, but better than what they had. This year, Adley retired, which is surprising. Um, yep. And then they kept Kanyan Williams, which was interesting and, and a little bit surprising. Uh, Eckler, Austin Eckler is still a question mark, and that kind of influences right. my thinking here. Um, so I wrote interior defensive line still ever, always, ever, ever. Yes. <laughs> well, I wrote wide receiver, I um, you know, with a priority on speed, but they also yep. probably have to think about replacing Allen, uh, mm-hmm. running back question mark, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then edge. I feel like, again, I'm not really sure, you know, how long they anticipate Cleo Mack, uh, being on this team, but even still, I think edge depth would be good. Yeah, edge depth. Yeah, I mean, even like last year, I think it was like Bosa and Mack were like yeah. their only edge players, or I think they maybe had one other guy. But no, speed at receiver. And I said speed at receiver, pretty please. Uh, it, it it feels like how they view their receivers and how they view their edge players is probably the same. Those are where our highest paid guys are, but we still have to think of a plan for you know if they're injured or post life after them. And I, and I like Joshua Palmer, but I, they just he's just another big body slower you know he ran like a four six and that's yeah. how he plays he's just, he's like a glorified tight end I, I really like him speaking of tight end i do think tight end is a big need for him um i think they had the worst blocking tight ends in the mm. i was about to say in the country last year uh everett. I, this is a team you know uh, and gerald everett's a fine auxiliary pass catcher yeah. but you're not asking him to be the point of attack blocker you know another glorified he's him and Joshua Palmer are inverse of each other. He's a glorified receiver and Joshua Palmer is a glorified tight end. Um, but they, I, I think this is a team that should be targeting Darnell Washington. Mm. And I, I would love really? it so much. Yeah. Um, I think that's, 
underneath pass catcher with upside, you know, as a seam stretcher, but also just will set the edge for them uh, and really help out the run game. The tight end out of Georgia. And, yes, tight end out of Georgia. That if you see him, you'll remember the name Darnell Washington. Also a Vegas guy. He's from really? Las Vegas. Uh, enormous. There's like three enormous. Yeah. Yes, he is one of a kind or one of one, a rare type. And I also even with running back, even with Eckler there. Running back depth, yeah, I've agree. always thought it's been a need there. I mean, they need another guy to take the load off. They've tried with Joshua Kelly. I was not a fan of Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller coming out of A&M, um, but still kind of didn't really do anything. And I'm with you. Along, they're another team along the spine, defensive tackle, linebacker. So it's kind of, again, like they're trying to straddle a lot right now. They're I think they're kind of all in this season, but they also maybe want to make sure they have some answers. Maybe it's another staff that will pick up the pieces if it doesn't go well, but it's, yeah. but those are, there's some more needs than you would think maybe initially. So the chiefs um, had a pretty, they had some losses. You talked about Thornhill, Juju yep. Smith Schuster, Andrew Wiley starting right tackle, Orlando Brown, I mean, really both their starting tackles, but then they go out and say mm-hmm. Jawan Taylor to play left tackle. Um, Frank Clark's gone. Charles Amenahu from the Niners is in. Drew Tranquil, like that signing, by the way. Uh, Mike Edwards yeah. at safety. Um, okay, so what do you have for the Chiefs? Uh, right tackle remains the big one. Yeah. Um, I uh, a receiver with size is another one that I put in there. I, I would target that on day two, though. Mm. Um, even though this is a, a smaller receiver class, like. Not how many players there are, but yeah. each player being actual smaller. Um, but they're all. I think there's some interesting bigger bodies on day two that you can maybe you know Cedric Tillman, At yeah. Perry. Uh, Cedric Tillman's out of Tennessee. At Perry's out of Wake Forest. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm also trying to be better because I do this on our show all the time. I just say names, and my mom will text me back, "Who's that guy you said?" <laughs> and I was like, "I have no idea." Um, also, another body along the defensive line. Uh, any type of answer I would understand. When we just did it, I just did the mock draft with Deontay Lee. I had them taking uh, Maisie Smith out of Michigan, Mazzy oh, Smith, Maisie Smith, as a big plugger type, hmm. and I because I just want to see a, that type of body with Chris Jones. Yeah. Um, and and I just would like that. I just would like a, a bruiser plugger, hold on to the blocks and let everybody else disrupt and keep the linebackers clean. Keep, keep Willie Gay and Nick Bolton clean and Leo Chanel too when when they're at base. So I that's that was just kind of one that's more of a. I don't know if it's a need, but more of like what I think would be a fun cherry on top for that. I like their defense a lot. I, I, I do really too. Like I mean, they, they, they nailed that draft. Yeah, last, last year. year's draft. Really looking at it, I was like, oh man, like all these young corners are really exciting. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't mind another safety, but for the most part, they've they really fixed their secondary on the fly mm-hmm. or like rebuilt it rather. Um, yep. Again, the linebacker group throwing Tranquil into the mix. I think his skill set complements the. Yep. The guys that they have, um, you know, and, I, and Spags is blitzing tendencies. So along those is, is great lines, I, you know, I actually have all the same positions as you, except for yeah, well, not except for, but I wouldn't mind some speed at edge. Um, mm-hmm. Karloftis is obviously more of that power rusher. Yeah, um, you know, Amenahu is a nice addition, but I think like a young, fast, designated pass rusher type would be an interesting piece to throw into the mix. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree with that. Okay, so for the Colts. Uh, very quiet off seasons. Um, added Ebukam, Samson Ebukam as pass rusher. Isaiah McKenzie as yep. wide receiver. They lose Stephon Gilmore, Rin Fastian, and got some tough pronouncers. Bobby Okurike. I'm always not sure if I Okurike. Okurike. Dang it. I- I, ta- I taught myself that they, one because now everyone rags okay. on me for <laughs> me butchering uh, names. They did bring besides some specialists. Bring back yeah. <laughs> EJ Speed and uh, Taekwon Lewis. So, um, 
quarterback is number one. Yeah. How they're going to right. do that is an open question. But after that, I, there's, I think, quite a few needs. Uh, corner, it looms large. Mm-hmm. Offensive line, um, that one is a little bit, I, I think it kind of depends on their plans for some of the players they have. There's been kind of speculation that they might trade some of their, that like Brian Kelly, for example, who's their mm-hmm. center is a name that comes up. Um, I think they're probably going to stick with Raymond, Bernard Raymond, who was a rookie last year at left tackle. But um, uh, And then I, I think the wide receiver core could still use improving Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman. Or the, well, Pittman's the one, Pierce is the two. But I still I think adding some another wide receiver would be good. And then I guess linebacker, um, you know, by, that would put that below the other positions. Man, that's... It's a weird roster. Yeah. Uh, I no, I'm with you. I I know I had QB revamped the line and corner. Uh, you cornerback. They're going in right now with an undrafted free agent and a six round pick <laughs> as their corners, which is not a lot of fun. Yeah. The the line though is like even Quentin Nelson had a rough year last year, and it's you know that's supposed to be one of their building blocks. Yeah. You know, they're they're true aces on their team. So, uh, but yeah, trade for Lamar and everything else will taste a lot better in Indianapolis. Um. Okay. I, I love the commander's roster. Weird, right? What did you have? I had, I, my first line was, I like this roster better than I thought I would. I said, maybe a young tackle, uh, and maybe a linebacker, but Barton was, I I actually like Barton. I know. I know. It's fine. fine. Yeah. He's okay. He's okay. He's a passable linebacker. At first I thought corner. But I like St. Juice. I really do. He had yeah. flashes last year. He's not. He's, he's not really there. They could use another corner. But yeah, yeah. But maybe another corner. But really, that's it. And again, it's not like a glaring need. Yeah. You know, and I, I, we love our guy Jacoby Brissett. Like it's. I mean, it's, quarterback I is, love the, that is the correct answer. Like we but should just. Who they have is nice. <laughs> Jacoby. <laughs> I'm gonna plant my flag. I think this is a playoff team. With Jacoby, I, I really do. I NFC's wide open. People got to keep remembering. Yes, that. I don't think they're they're. You know, I still have the Eagles and the Cowboys ahead of them, but this is a team that last year was competing for that spot with major deficiencies at quarterback until the very end. They have yes. a wonderful young wide receiver group, decent offensive yep. line. They uh, bring in Wiley, like you said. I do think they could add another young tackle there. Solid run game. Oh, they also signed Nick Gates. I forgot about that. Um, they bring back pain, uh, the defense last year, again, like quietly finished as one of the best defenses. It was such a tire fire at first under Jack Del Rio during his first season, you know, that I think we kind of, I don't know, like lost (laughs) sight of them. And then they just got better and better and. Um, teams copied their game plan against the Eagles. Yes. Like that's, which is crazy. Like that, that they were the ones that changed how teams played against the Eagles. Not that anyone okay. did great against them, but I said this, copied some things is this did. a crazy, it, I, it was one of those things where I said it on TV. And then the moment I was like, Ooh, if Ooh. this team had Lamar Jackson, I said they were a Super Bowl contender. I didn't say I would put in a Super Bowl or anything like that. But the way I view it is that there's like, you know, maybe 10 teams or something that I'm like, this team could make it to the Super Bowl. Like, I, I get, I could see it. And really, for they me, could, that was just because I loved the roster so much. They're also bringing in Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator. Like, yep. I just really like this roster. I don't know. I, maybe it's extreme. But I, but it's not a roster. They're not going like, to do it. Like I'm just, you're saying. Yeah. No, I know. But it's, that's what people, like, as, as things get 
tighter, especially late in the season, especially in the playoffs. It's just that your weaknesses become glaring and they become huge holes. Look at what the Bills last year, yeah. who looked like a superpower for the first half of the season. And then by the end of the season, everything oh, your holes start getting picked at and poked at, and especially once you have all more film out there and data out there. But why I'm saying that is Washington got better, and all of a sudden you drop in Lamar there, and then the NFC, it's wide open. Like, I don't see that as a – I don't know. I, I It's not as crazy of a take as maybe I would thought of a day ago before I started this exercise if you drop Lamar into this team and really think that they're a top eight It's a good team. team. It's a good or team. At least, or at least – top four in the NFC if if you drop in Lamar there. But yeah, no, they're, they have a lot more to them than I think people have uh, given them credit for, which is kind of weird to say about the Washington Commanders. I, I was this doing this. That was one of the th- teams that surprised me the most. Um, one more team and then we'll take a, take a break. Stay in the division. The C's, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, I've praised their offseason moves, adding Gilmore, Cooks, cut Ezekiel Elliott, bring in Ronald Jones, I think. And then, you know, they've tagged uh, Tony Pollard. You lose, um, you know, Noah Brown, Connor McGovern talked about. Um, oh, they brought back uh, LV and Donovan Wilson, Donnie yep. Pollard Jr. Um, so I, for me, I wrote defensive tackle, offensive line depth. They're getting older at a couple of positions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tight end. Actually, don't know who their tight end is uh jake ferguson and peyton hendershot tight, i actually like both tight of them. end <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but <laughs> and I, running back is a is a i would draft a running back i would not draft a running back in the first round <laughs> yeah but i would, dra- I would that, draft a running back at some point yeah copy and paste that running back sentiment i i drop another running back in there but there's plenty there's plenty of day two running backs like there's a lot of kind of third fourth round types in this draft that i like personally uh i really like i agree with you trading for cooks and gilmore i thought were i would even say inspired moves uh even for you know i know they're 30 year old vet 30 plus year old vets but what they gave up for them and what they the resources they had i i liked what they did i like what they're doing with their defense and just bring all those guys back yeah. this is a damn good defense two years in a row uh maybe another line interior or inside linebacker uh maybe at another spot it's a bad linebacker class off ball linebacker class so that's what's so hard yeah. with all these holes um yeah i i went with you i said wouldn't uh wouldn't hate them adding kind of best player available on their defense just to drop in there and maybe maybe perhaps a young receiver later in the draft yeah. just to to have there as well um Good no i i I've, I've, I've liked what they've done i like what they've done all right let's take a quick break come back your very first bet with Caesar's Sportsbook. It's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code Omaha Full, then place your first bet. If you win, great, keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only, offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call one 800 522 
1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOPPED. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Juarez, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with RS Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369. Offer not available in Massachusetts, Maryland, and Ohio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. And I have to say, speaking from experience recently, having tried it for the first time in Detroit, it is absolutely delicious. Right now, you can get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay, to be clear, we have been talking about both conferences, but the first team uh, coming up is an AMC team. Um, <laughs> this one it was the easiest one to me of any team. It's the Miami Dolphins. I think it's like so obvious. Offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, <laughs> offensive line, and tight end. Yes, that's I had. Uh, what I have? Yep, I went tight end, offensive line. I think I had offensive line. I just said just period. I go. They need period. depth. They need starters. They need everything. Um, and I said maybe, maybe. And I know they resigned their guys. Is a running back on day three. I know they don't have a lot of draft capital, and this offense doesn't really. You know, you can take day three guys and do this, but you know, just to throw in there. But yeah. Tight end, though, uh, and again, a day two tight end. This is a team that could really look at a day two tight end like a lot of other teams in this draft. And maybe, you know, someone who fits the Mike McDaniel offense better than Gesicki did. Um, yes. So, right. yeah. I mean, they barely even wanted to play Gesicki. It was yeah. that was so weird, his usage last year. But uh, the, there's what's fun about this tight end class is just there's so many different flavors, and especially on day two. And that's why I, I – my initial, my actual bullet point here is I'd like them to add a tight end in the second round just to complete a super weapon on offense. Like, cause I, I think that could be <laughs> just, be so a sick. oh, I know it's just, a, uh, if they got a dynamic guy there, like that, I think that could be just a really, really cool, cool offense. But yeah, O-line, I mean, it's just, O-line. you know, even with Armstead, he's injured, you, you yeah. tackle depth. Huge. I mean, you, Interior, you pick any, they need everything. yeah, it's just. This offense mitigates a lot of O-line woes. That's the key of the Shanahan offense. They try to make their offense as quarterback and O-line proof as possible, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to have talent up there. Start (laughs) running into defenses that do a better job of taking away your base concepts. As we saw last year, you want to see Tua protected long enough to get to his second option to, you know, to, 
Um, yeah. So anyways, it, to me, that is just so clear. All right. Uh, rounding. Oh, no, we saw the Giants. The Philadelphia Eagles, very active, lost a bunch of players on defense. Kaiser White, T.G. Edwards, Marcus Epps, Javon Hargrave, bring back their corners, which is huge. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. So very active. Um, lose Miles Sanders. You bring in Rashad Penny. Uh, Terrell Edmonds at safety, notably. What positions do you have them needing? Um, I said young defense alignment. Uh, I, I think they just always. always, yeah, I know they prioritize that anyways, but I think they just, you know, just bringing Graham and Cox back is great, but just add yeah, some, yeah. add some youth there. Um, and I said maybe possibly an interior offensive line early in the draft. Um, Perfect. you know, just, yeah, just another one that throw in there again, the Eagles do this anyways. Like, so I'm not kind of, they like yeah. to build through the line. So I'm not saying anything crazy, maybe a young corner. I know they brought back Bradbury and Slay, but just maybe another guy that they can drop in and, and build. So they don't maybe need a day one starter type, but it doesn't hurt corners, a position that fluctuates so wildly that it doesn't hurt to have depth and a guy that with upside. And there may be a running back on day two. I love the Rashad Penny uh, flyer that they're taking. If he's not going to be healthy, I was going to say if he's healthy, but let's be honest, there's, there's a lot of proof that he doesn't hold up. Um, but a flyer, uh, or another person, another person to drop in with him and Boston Scott. I think it'd be a lot of fun uh, behind that offensive line. Gainwell's still on the team, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so the the only other thing I had was linebacker. Depending on what they think yeah. of Nicobe Dean, you know, yeah. not. I mean, that this is another one where we'll, I think we'll learn a lot about what they actually yeah. think about Dean in the draft. If they send Dick Morrow, who's uh, kind of like a like, yeah, he's, he's fine, average guy that yeah. I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see him on that defense. Okay, uh, the Atlanta Falcons uh, had a very, very busy and fun offseason. I just tweeted about this. I was like, wow, it's, it's – I didn't tweet this, but <laughs> when you look at the defensive death chart and it's like, oh, competent players, it's a nice yes. feeling because it hasn't yes. been that way in Atlanta for quite some time. Um, so, you know, they brought back on defense they, – they brought back their offensive lineman, Lindsey McGarry. They had John U. Smith on offense, but really the, the defense um, – you bring back Lawrence Ocardo, Carter – Anyamata from the Falcons, Jesse Bates, safety from uh, Cincinnati, Caden Ellis, who's edge from New Orleans. Um, and there's one other. Oh, today, Clay's Campbell. Uh, yeah. So, again, yeah. just competent veterans across yes. the board. Very yes. nice. So, I wrote, you're not going to like this one, quarterback, question mark. Uh, they do seem <gasps> committed to Des your, your boy Desmond Ritter. But anyways, yes. put a pin in that. I wrote EDGE in all caps. Uh, yes. They did draft Arnold Ebicady last year. That's the missing piece for this defense yep. is a dude at edge rusher. Um, I also, uh, you know, I think um, right now their starting corners are AJ Terrell, Casey Hedward, Hayward, D. Alford could get a little bit younger. Um, wide receiver was the other one that I was surprised because, uh, you know, they do have Drake London. They signed Oh, Matt Collins, which is Matt one of those kind of like sneaky underrated I, signings. I liked it. Still could use another wide receiver mm -hmm. in this offense. And they might lose the Kias and, and yeah, yeah, no, I, I receiver it. I said, it's, it's a kind of need because also how they use Kyle Pitts is kind of all over guy. And it, that's it's a good point. A, yeah. And then bringing in John Smith will free Kyle Pitts. Yeah. To, to I know. Wide receiver. There's such a unique offense that it's kind of hard to like say like they, that's a good point. like that, that position they need. Um, I said edge rusher with a bullet and they've, it's been the case for the Falcons since Obama was in office. So it's like that. that I mean, first term, uh, <laughs> that, that they've needed Who one. Is and their last. Like, well, they had Great. the one year of Vic Beasley and yeah. then they had, um, what's his name? Abraham. 
yeah. Jonathan Sweet Abraham. That's that yeah. le- legit been trying to fill that hole since 2012. So that's yeah. <laughs> that's where they've been at. Uh, I actually wouldn't hate him to see it to maybe at a center uh, as probably maybe a day two guy. The guy uh, last year they got they got good play out Drew Dahlman. Dahlman from uh, Stanford. Yeah, yeah, but he. He had some deficiencies where it's like maybe they would upgrade that position, but yeah. he's fine. Like he's a passable center and they use him really well because he's a good athlete. So they get him out in, in space. And yeah, corner to pay with a pair with AJ Terrell. Because uh, I, I, yeah. I think we both do are big fans of Terrell and be nice to plop another talented player there. But they have options. I, I'm, I'm bullish on the Falcons overall. So, Just very bullish on them. Who do you have for the Niners? Or what do you have? Do have for the Niners? Oh my God! So the uh, you know, Niners. Quarter, so have to find. Oh, here we go. Darnold, right tackle. Javon Hargrave, <laughs> Cleveland Farrell, Mike McGlinchey walks out. They lose a lot of players actually. McGlinchey, Mosley, Jimmy Ward, Son Ridgeway, Ebukam, Menahu, Al Shair, Garoppolo. Um, so I'm oh, sorry. Right tackle. Yes, right tackle. Clearly. And, right tackle. and then, I don't know who's how, playing. Is Colton McKivitz playing right tackle right now? Yes, that's who they okay. have listed. Um, I, and actually, they signed uh, Isaiah Oliver from the Falcons, who I really like as a slot guy. Uh, they, I, my honestly, my number one need for them was health luck. It was just yeah. be healthy. Uh, but I said, God, this roster is fun. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I always look at this defense. I'm like, oh my God, I love this defense so much and what they do. Um, yeah. So just maintain defensive play. But I would say right tackle if I had to like find one spot for them that to find an upgrade at and, and just. You know, but they make the most out of what they have at offensive line. Also, you know, helps to have Trent Williams short down one of the sides, but just you know, maybe inject a little bit more talent. Their guard play, like Spencer Burford, was a revelation last year. Surprisingly great, pick. yeah. Which is yeah. such an issue for them the previous yes. few years. Interior offensive line. I know um, he, he did really well. So you know, maybe a tackle. Yeah, I wrote right tackle and corner. Um, yeah. Even with Oliver, like I, I think that's you know you're losing a lot of talent there. Yeah. Um, I do like so. Lenore. I, I do like him, yeah. like, but no, I, I get it though. Like, it's not like he's great. So it's obviously yeah. you can always inject it. Okay. So the, the giants, uh, you know, Waller can't Paris Campbell is going to wear zero, which mm, yeah. I don't think you pull off zero. Are um, you, uh, are you, are, are you like only, cause I didn't know that you had the same take with the Vita Vea thing. Um, well, that's zero. the dream is, oh, so if you guys missed it, the NFL said players can now wear zero except for big dudes. Offensive lineman and defensive lineman, which totally eliminates the fun because yeah. the the ideal zero is a nose tackle, it's a three hundred and fifty pound nose tackle, just barreling Bigger through group. the a gap. Like I, I think, I mean, look, I'm very biased because when Calvin Ridley announced he was wearing zero, I was like, that is sick, kind of cool, <laughs> kind of cool. Coming yeah. back, you know, the NFL kept you up for a year, so here yeah. I am wearing zero because you treated me like one, you know. <laughs> Um, but Paris Zero Campbell, to give. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you gotta be, you gotta be like a bad boy. I think, yeah. um, our mutual Twitter friend, Victoria, I don't know what, uh, her handle is these days. She's always mixing oh, yeah. it up. They're... Incredible handles. Uh, yes, had a good take about Chauncey Gardner Johnson should wear a zero. I was like, yes, that's yeah. too. Cause he um, matches that. Like when Gilbert Arenas wore zero, it made sense in basketball because it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah Russell it's Westbrook wearing, wearing zero. It's like, yeah, that makes sense because yeah. it's you like, gotta, that's you their gotta attitude. have an edge. You gotta either you be do. gigantic to wear a zero or yes. you gotta have an edge to wear a zero. Totally Those are the agree. rules. So I guess we do agree um, on this take okay. big time. So apologies to Paris Campbell. I think you're a useful <laughs> wide receiver. Yeah. Um, yeah, they brought back, obviously, Barkley Jones, Nunez mm-hmm. Rochas, who we mentioned, Okarike, pardon me. 
I'm, um, I'm glad you like the Nunez Roches because I've been, pound, I've been pounding the table about him. I, I, I wanted, I wanted him to go to the Browns. I thought Wait. that that would have been much, much better signing. Oh than God, Tomlinson. they could have used him. When Vea was hurt, he was awesome for just as good. Yeah, I know, yeah. oh, not just as good, but he was good. But very good. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. Um, okay, I, I think this is one that the needs are pretty clear. Um, interior offensive line, yep. cornerback, and. And wide receiver are the three things. And then I wrote safety. We, you know, they lost Julian Love. Mm-hmm. Um, I, something I would address like, as well. Pretty easy. Like, let him go. I don't know. That that one was weird to me. I thought they love would bring him back. I know, oh, I know. I love it for the Seahawks. Um, I'm a big, big Julian Love fan. So I said a receiver with size. Uh, they have yeah. a lot of slot kind of guys. Um, Hodgins was kind of a rev- revelation for them. I guess stop saying we're a revelation. I'm going to send them. Let me look up some other words in the meantime. Um, but a receiver of size would be great. Even with Hodgins playing. Um, I think Mike Kafka did a good job of unlocking what he had and, but totally. just give him more talent there. Cornerbacks. They love man coverage. Wink Martindale loves yeah. his man coverage. I would say maybe even drop in another linebacker uh, uh, day two. And again, I'll say that I have the same exact caveat I've had the last three times I've said this. It's not a good linebacker class. So maybe that's not fair to say that as a need that they could fill. Who do you have for the Jags? Who do I? I, I, I can tell before I even look at it. I do have a corner for them. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the Jags, uh, uh, Shaquille Griffin's out the door. Um, Juwan Taylor's gone. Chris Manhurts is gone. Arden Key, sneaky big loss for them. He was yes. really impactful last year. Uh, tagged Evan Ingram. They bring back. They really were really quiet outside of uh, Calvin Ridley they, being. They blew their load the last year. To play. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, corner. That was my number one need as well. Corner. Yeah. Tyson Campbell had a great year, but another guy drop in with him. O line depth, maybe. Uh, yeah. Day two guys that just continue to refill. I'm always a big fan that if you're even if you have a solid line and I think the best lines do this is just always add a guy, just continue. This is what, the, this is what Sean Payton did for years with the saints. This is what the Eagles do. Just always keep drafting guys over and over and over. Um, especially when you have a quarterback like that, I think maybe this is a team that would be really, really, it would behoove them to add a tight end on day two. <laughs> uh, even, even round one uh, losing man hurts, is I know he only played probably about twenty percent of their snaps, but he unlocked a lot of their stuff in their run game and their play action game. He was a you know big. Blo- We've mentioned Chris Manhurts four times on this podcast. That's <laughs> got to be a record. But someone that can block, um, I wouldn't hate if they targeted Washington. But even on day two, Tucker Craft from South Dakota State, Luke Schoonemaker from Michigan, Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. Um, any of these guys at pick fifty six, like someone with upside that tight end position, I think would really help their pass catchers as a whole and just really help out their offense. Cause you know, Evan Ingram, as well as he played last year, does have some deficiencies as a blocker, yeah. just naturally. Yeah. And we know how much Doug Peterson loves 12 personnel. So he loves them. Um, uh, I have to think oh, that'll be high on his They also signed Dearness Johnson, which I really liked from, oh, the, from that, the Browns. That is a good signing. Yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. yeah no, that I thought that was nice, nice guy to drop in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, you know, I think, uh, it's, I was, I wanted to write linebacker, but they have linebackers, but I was like, I really they, just don't like the they linebacker. They drafted like three <laughs> and signed know, another I one. Don't I like know. The, um, no, but those, those, it's, it's <laughs> really you. Uh, offensive tackle. I think, you know, the assumption yeah. is Walker little will play right tackle with uh Juwan Taylor gone, but I still think mm-hmm. it's good to have depth there. Absolutely. Um, okay. The New York jets again, a lot in the air. Quarterback is the obvious need. Yeah. It is a glaring need because if this Aaron Rodgers deal doesn't happen, uh, you're looking the combination of right now it's Zach Wilson and Chris uh, Strebler 
as your quarterback for you. I, you know, the trade's going to happen, so whatever. Um, I, otherwise, roster is in, in very good shape. Yeah. Um, I wrote in all caps, offensive tackle. I don't know. Some Jets fans got mad at me for saying this on the Bill Simmons podcast when I said I didn't know who's playing offensive tackle. Nate, you follow the NFL very yeah. closely. Is that an unreasonable thing to say about this? Um, no, line? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who the right tackle is at all. I, I couldn't. Yeah. No, well, okay, that's not so weird at all. We know. Even if, does Mackay Becton Brown, count? <laughs> right. So the question is, what is the status of Mackay Becton? Where, you know, where is he playing? Dwayne yeah. Brown is a veteran. He played left yes. tackle last year. Um, the interior is great, you know. Uh, but I do like their interior. Yeah. I guess Max Mitchell is the. Yes. I, I don't. I, that's the guy. But. Like, <laughs> They got mad at you about that? That's funny. That's I, I did I meant like it's a question. Yeah. It's clearly you, the thing that needs to be addressed on this otherwise very, very good roster. I love their defensive roster. Uh, I it's great. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. And I and they have fun weapons at Lazard. I know he's there because of, you know, the potential so trade. He fits in well with But he fits Wilson. in yeah, yeah. Even though it's funny because everyone with the Jets, when they signed Corey Davis, they've been mad at Corey Davis for the last few years, even though Lazard is going to fill the exact same role for the exact same amount of money, and they're not going to be mad at him for some reason. But um, if they do manage to keep that number 13 pick, uh, who knows if they do, but I mean, you know, there's every day it seems to be changing. Uh, also, a team that's in great position to take a tackle. That would be uh, you a great know, spot to take a right tackle. They're perfect. And if yeah. the Tennessee kid is there, whew. yes, if Wright's there, Broderick Jones from Georgia, they they Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. That might be a little early for him, but guys like that. Um, but also their other big big team need is they need everyone to shut up and stop talking to the media. And I think that would really <laughs> really really help this team out to really stop talking and stop leaking stuff. And I think that would really help this I, team out more than anything. I, I, I think they'll keep thirteen and. Yeah, I think by in, the end of the day, they were. I, I, well. I threw in safety. You know, they, they signed Chuck Clark, um, but I felt like that was a position that they could get younger at and get on the same timeline as the rest of their secondary a little bit. Um, okay, the Lions are a team. They're interesting because I think they're really good. I'm like very high in the Lions, but I actually came away with more positions than I expected. What did you have for the Detroit Lions? Uh, defensive front, I just yeah. said. I, I think just add juice anywhere. D tackle edge wherever just just add more juice to that defensive front. Um, I also think they could pull the string. Another team that could look at a tight end on day two. Uh, yeah. Well, they need <laughs> a tight end. They need a tight end, and we're so, even their second pick on. in the first round. You know, if Michael Mayer is there, I mean, but I think Lions <laughs> fans are going to like another tight end. But it's like, yes, you do need one. Don't count them out on maybe going after another young corner. Um, uh, even with the signings they made really Sutton and mm. Mosley. Yeah. You know, the Emmanuel Mosley contracts a one-year deal off of, off of an injury. So that feels to me more like a placeholder, like, okay, that now we don't need to take, take a corner in the draft. But if there's a guy there, we, we already talked about, there's six corners that are in the consensus as a first rounders right now that it's not bad to drop a guy in. He doesn't have to start right away or he can start if Mosley's coming back from injury still. So that's another position I think that maybe would be nice for this defense to, to add what I think, you know, they have a pretty awesome offense when you look the at offense. it. Um, I, w I did, I did have wide receiver though, which I was, you know, I one mean, one more most, guy, one more, yeah. you know, the third wide receiver right now is either Josh Reynolds or Khalif Raymond. Um, yeah. We're both more like I felt four or like, five types. Yeah. You know, and Jamison Williams obviously has the injury history. So I was like, ah, it's a position that I think they could add at. Um, 
you know, I like their linebacker. I like Malcolm Rodriguez, who I thought really played really well last year. They bring Alex Anzalone back, but that's another position. Mm-hmm. I I just wrote front seven generally. Um, yeah. Quarterback, but that's. <laughs> That's a, is that a want or a need? You know, that's, but I, I, if there's one team, actually, there's a couple teams that your team as well, that I would love to take a quarterback at number five or number six. It's, that's, yeah. There, the that's one of them. the dream Anthony Richardson spot, the Detroit it's, Lions. It's yep. Like the, you could not get better than that. Um, okay. The Green Bay Packers. Um, interesting one. Um, definitely some needs, some, some things that I think are a little bit up in the air. Obviously, a lot is up in the air with the Packers. Um, <laughs> I, so I'll just tell you what I wrote. I, I wrote safety in all caps, yeah, uh, which was a big issue for them last year. Savage got like demoted. Uh, Rudy Ford got bumped up. But the, the, looking at the, the, that's to me huge. Um, tight end with Tunyon gone. I keep mocking tight ends to them. People keep saying the Packers never would draft a tight end in the first two rounds. And I said, I don't care. I'm doing what I want to do. Bubba Franks. They drafted uh, Bubba Franks. That was I wrote wide receiver. Right now their wide receiver three is Samori Torre. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and then edge is another thing. Yeah. Although really the whole defensive line. Continue at it. Yeah. 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 I, I, more sound defense would be nice. Uh, I just said pass catchers. Yeah. Tight end, maybe another receiver to drop in. Um, yeah. The Lazard loss is actually, you know, he was so reliable for them, but, you know, maybe a different type. The, that, it's so hard and easy to know what the Packers look at at receiver because it, they have to weigh above 195 pounds. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't even consider them. There's so a lot of guys kinda, who don't this year. In this draft. So you can start narrowing down who they're going to go after. Although I did hear that they made an exception last year for our guy, Chris Olave, which I thought was very interesting. Um, but they're in a great spot to take one in the first round. It was, if they get two picks in the teens, you know that'd be cool. Um, yeah, safety was the other one I had. No more Adrian Amos, which, which is really going to be a hard loss for them because he did so much for that defense. Darnell Savage did get demoted, but did it get unlocked a little bit last year as a nickel? As it's a, a slot. nickel, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but that, yeah. but no, but they need, still need someone behind them. The most <laughs> glaring, I said, yes. tight end and safety are the two most glaring yep. areas to need on this roster. Which so. is so, it sounds so funny is usually that's you that means you're in a pretty good spot as a roster. I know you're tight end and safety, yeah. but it still kind of feels they need a little more. Yeah. Um, okay, Carolina. How many texts we send? I'm going to throw thing? this out there. And we texted about this. Another roster that's in better shape than I thought yep. going through really loved what they did in free agency. Von Bell, one of my favorite signings. Yep. Um, Shai Tuttle, Hayden Hurst, Miles Sanders, DJ Chark, Adam Thielen. Pretty competent. Um, you know, I just like looking at on both sides of the football, frankly, I I came away thinking this is a wonderful landing spot for a rookie quarterback, um, quarterback being obviously the the number one need, it's not a secret. Um, but behind that, you know, I thought that, yeah, they could draft another wide, another wide receiver because Chark and Phelan feel more like rentals. Um, you have Terrace Marshall and Levis Gushenal behind them, but I think with, you know, the somewhat limited draft capital they have now, I think getting another wide receiver, I wrote corner too. Um, I love JC Horn. Got Dante Jackson opposite him, but I think on an otherwise like pretty pretty great defense, uh, that's an area where they could use some more depth. Yeah, I 
I really like this roster. I think it's a great roster for a rookie QB to be dropped into and why I think they can surprise some people, even if say that say they take CJ Stroud number one. I think this Oh yeah. They could they could still good uh, offensive think, line, Frank Reich. Yes. Uh, good receivers. Line, yes. And and can run the ball a little bit when they need yeah. to. The defense can hold them in every game. You know, it's gonna be a race to twenty with that defense. So <laughs> yeah. I think this I, I think this is like I don't know. I, I think this is a real playoff team, even whatever rookie quarterback they draft. I, wow. I'm very, yeah, I'm very high on the Panthers. I, it's kind of been one of my brewing offseason takes, but I'm with you. Yeah. Quarterback, another pass catcher on day two. I love the Chark signing, even though, like you said, it's a rental and he has injury history. It's perfect. Like, okay. DJ Chark is not DJ Moore. I, yeah. I wouldn't put him in that, you know, top 15 to 20 X receivers category that I put more in. But even last year, coming back from the injury, he still ranked in the, like the top five in yards per catch. Like he he is a downfield threat. He complements, yep. I think, Thielen in particular really nicely. Yes. And then Lavisca Chenault being, you know, the kind of weirdo receiver. Like <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a good group. And I think uh, again, this, this this mixture of uh, Reich, Thomas Brown from the Rams, yep. and and Josh McCown at quarterbacks coach will find a good way to use. Them. And then, of course, and then this is why I, I keep going back to this. I think this is an ascendant offensive line, which for Stroud yeah. in particular, I view as as being pretty important. I think this is a top tier offensive line and well coached. They do a lot of things well, and Reich's not going to screw that up. It's not like because they kept the same line coach, so it's not like Reich gets dropped in there and it's like, oh man, he's going to screw that whole thing up because he's a gadget guy. It's like no, Reich is an old school NFL mind guy. Like he, it, there's no kind of wavering okay. here. But I like this route. They uh, signed Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Who and, oh, yeah. A, I should also, again, good player. Like, it, it's just a nice, solid yeah. player. Like, just a lot of their pass catching options. Like, I'm not going to like say they're anything above a B, you know, yeah. but, but they're still a B. But yeah, if fine. you have an A offensive line and a B pass catchers, that's pretty fun for a rookie quarterback with a, what I think is going to be an A defense. How crazy is it to do the Panthers and not have offensive line as an area of need, by the way? Panthers right. fans, that in and of itself is such a W for y'all because I've been doing this podcast for a few years now. And I left tackle, left tackle, left tackle, yeah. left tackle. So that's... Yeah. Oh, Icky Aquanu came on last Dude, year. Dude, down the stretch, uh, oh, so good. The last 10 yeah. weeks, he was so good. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, a team that I do think needs offensive line help, spoiler alert. The New England Patriots are Mm. my next squad. Um, What? So so they uh, actually did add an offense. They added Riley Reef quietly. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Robinson, Mike Gesicki for like nothing. 
They yeah. bring back uh, two corners, Jonathan Jones and Jalen Mills, Jabril Peppers, lose Jacoby Myers and Johnny Smith. What do you have for the Pats? Uh, it's Yeah, I have tackle and corner uh, as my top two. Um, and I said speed at receiver at first, but then I remember Tyquan Thornton's Tyquan Thornton. there. Yeah, that's kind of their field stretcher in theory. And, and I like Thornton, uh, even though he, he's like – tall as my mic stand like you know I, I don't even have a mic stand so that joke doesn't even work but uh no one's watching me and so i can say that uh but the but the i would say tackle i really like the guards i think cole strange you know he was up yeah. and down but he still had some nice stretches where i'm like oh he'll figure it out he'll be fine uh amenu amenu amen amen wenu yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah trent brown's getting older and then yeah reef's getting older and that's kind of just feels yeah so tackle and they're again they're in a good spot uh to take one in the first round and then corner i said because of uh i think bringing back jonathan jones was huge for them uh for both parties uh involved i think they need size at that position I think they sometimes would have issues with bigger receivers. And that's why last year they went to a lot more too high zone, which I thought one of the yeah. underrated things, Patriots defense was damn good last year. Yeah. One of the understated things was they did it in a, with a little different flavors than Belichick usually does. And I'll, I'll just say Belichick, you know, Steve or yeah. Bill. But, and yeah. Mayo, who <laughs> yeah. And Mayo. Yes. Might be the next uh, head coach. Yeah. Next guy. I mean, yeah. So that, that'd be another you know, one. Super amorphous, well-coached as ever. I, I did yeah. add on that side of the ball, uh, edge depth, I think, you know, yeah. Judon getting up in the ears a little bit. Um, I like their defensive tackles a lot better than, yeah, I like Uche, you know, but I think um, still, you know, they, I mean, they've made such a concerted effort to get younger and faster yes. over yep. the last two years, I think just continuing that. Um, it's, but I've, I'm not worried about the it, Patriots defense. I said this kind of as like a, I would say it's a hot take, but a, a lukewarm take is that, uh, this is the fastest last year's defense. Patriots defense is the fastest Belichick defense I've ever yeah. seen. It, yeah. it, was, it still has some plugging elements to it, but that was the fastest, most kind of like aggressive. Uh, I think that that mauling defense version I've ever seen them have, at least in my memory. Safeties and linebackers yep. just firing, you know, it, well, it, it, it's, it was had, a really fun unit to watch. They've had body types like Kyle Duggar before, but then Kyle Duggar runs like a four, four flat and, and like, he just does Her it guy, better. The Duggar oh. not. The Duggar not second. I hey, I made him second team All Pro. It was my 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 team. Cool. I, I voted him on there. Okay, um, a roster that still has a lot of needs, but has made some fixes. The Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. Okay, uh, very busy. Um, yeah, Garoppolo comes in. They signed Marcus Epps. I like there's a lot of singles actually. Marcus Epps, Jacoby Myers, Duke Shelley. Like I like all those signings. Mm -hmm. um, you know they bring in Austin. Epps one was a good one. Epps one was a good one. I like Epps that is one. good. I bet those other players like they're good players. You know, mm -hmm. um, they lose Waller. Uh, Hooper, Austin Hooper. Right? Yeah, so Austin Hooper. I had tight end, then I remembered that they signed Austin Hooper. I still have. I did tight too. End. <laughs> But yeah, um, but th there's bigger, much bigger needs. Obviously, quarterbacks number one need, and yep. then behind that, I just wrote offensive line and corner. Um, you know, this offensive line. Uh, you know, especially if they're going to draft a young quarterback, I think that this remains a work in progress. And then the cornerback room. Um, you know, like I said, I did like the Duke Shelley signing, and you got mm -hmm. Nate Hobbs and Nickel and Robertson. That's continues to be. Oh, oh, a defensive tackle as well. Yeah, 
Uh, all the same. Yep. Uh, quarterback, the future offense line in general. I just said anyone, uh, you know, maybe not left tackle, of course. Um, and then, you know, corner and interior defense line, side linebackers, all the same. I would say that, you know, cause Patrick Graham, their defense coordinator likes to be more covered two ish that they maybe not need that dude at corner. Like they don't need to invest yeah. a ton of capital into that, but they still need warm bodies there uh to inject talent there uh yeah but i and it's funny i i had tight end listed actually with number one and i was like oh yeah they signed austin hooper oh yeah i actually yeah. kind of like that <laughs> so like nothing, i, I yeah. took it off completely yeah i know austin yeah. hooper is like he's like uh uh the mr above average at tight end he does everything kind of well checks a lot of boxes but like I don't know. No one. It's because he signed that big deal in Cleveland and kind of didn't live up to it. I think it's people, like every tight end right now, though, Nate. Like I know all the tight ends. People are treating like they're terrible. So I don't get it. You need it, you need these guys. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm smiling because I gave you the Cardinals, and now I'm going to give you the Rams, who are next. Thanks. Uh, let me scroll up to Rams because uh, I know uh, my answer before I even say anything is everything. Which roster is in worse shape, the Cardinals or the Rams? Cardinals right now, but the Rams. Pretty soon. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I actually liked the, the offensive line, which I thought was going to be terrible. was like, okay, it's, it's like, a, it's a, C well, they're getting, a the offensive line is getting a bunch of guys back. So back. they were extremely injured yes. last year. You losing, yes. you know, guys for the season, their second round draft pick, Logan Bruss, um, yes. Joe Nopum, who's left tackle, who's a good left tackle when he's healthy, yep. goes out immediately, you know, like, so <laughs> like the, the Rams were so injured, but, you know, they get those guys back, but otherwise I, I have edge rusher corner edge. wide receiver. Somehow they, even though they invest in it, it seems like every year, um, they need a specialist. They don't have a kicker punter or long snapper on their roster. I don't believe really, I, I, I could be wrong, but I, uh, from my memory, they, I don't think they have a single specialist on their roster right now. Oh. Um, yeah, I, my number one bullet point was everything. They need a youth injection and they just need, they need a lot. I wrote just defense because the yeah. whole defense at every level and they did it is a lot of guys they drafted and i think um a lot of this will just depend on their internal evaluation of right. those young corners safeties linebackers defensive linemen literally every guy who played in the preseason like played last year um so, so like you have they like covered, right? thomas do they like michael white <laughs> from brown yeah. do they like darian kendrick kobe duran you know robert shell so it just you you can make a case that every position going to this draft but to me defense over offense is because i could see if you know with stafford back and the offensive line somewhat more healthy and cut back you can stitch together a competent offense out of yeah. that but this defense just needs talent so talent, much talent so much okay so, we're in the home stretch few more teams <laughs> um i know this is really long always um always i know i'm sorry <laughs> oh no, it's not it's literally 32 teams always long um the baltimore ravens I'll go first. Very quiet off season. I mean, not actually I mean, quiet. Yeah, it's <laughs> but they didn't do a lot. Kinda. They bring in like Nelson Aguilar. They mm -hmm. resign Justice Hill. You lose. Sign, sign Todd Munkin. That's fun. You lost Coach. some guys. Clay Campbell, Ben Powers, guard, yep. Josh Oliver got like Trinity the bag. Chuck Clark. Um, I wrote corner wide receiver edge. Uh, corner. I don't. I think Mark Speeders remains unsigned. Weirdly, yeah. so I kind of think that means he'll likely come back. I don't know, but regardless, corner, wide receiver, Angler's not going to cut it, y'all. Um, <laughs> and then edge. 
you know, they've got OA. Ojabo is going to be fine. Is will be healthy, but they still could use some juice at edge. Yeah. Uh, my number one need was get Lamar back in the building. Uh, <laughs> number two. Also that. Yeah. Size at the receiver. Uh, third round targets. Uh, same guys I brought up before. A.T. Perry, Cedric Tillman, Jonathan Bingo from Old Miss, Puka Nakau from BYU, maybe as a day three guy. Um, but size at receiver, which is I've wanted someone with size for Lamar for his entire career, basically. Um, corner, I agree with you. They're sitting in a great spot at pick 22, again, to maybe take one of these corners in the first round. I'd say maybe interior offensive line for depth. And, and yeah, edge rusher as well as maybe just a rotational guy as well. I like their interior, de- like, you know, uh, what's his name from UConn? Travis Jones, yep. interior defensive line. I, and, and, of course, uh, I like Matt BK. Matt uh, yeah, yeah, big fan of his. So. I'm trying to remember now who's on the defensive line. Then. Oh, man. Um, I was <laughs> just looking notes, at it. I'm not going to remember it. <laughs> yeah, I was just – I don't want to get this wrong because I was just looking at it and I had the same thought where I was like, oh, they're fine. They're up the middle. Yeah, um, that was, that was my It was when thought. Calais Campbell – I was like, oh, let me see who, who they got up front with the – the big, they always do a good job with that. Yeah, it is Michael Pearson and, and Travis Pearson. Jones and Matt BK. So, um, okay. Here's an interesting one. New Orleans Saints. Uh, mm. Bringing Derek Carr. Yeah. Jamal Williams. Kalen Saunders. Bring back a bunch of kind of guys. James Winston, weirdly. Uh, Michael Thomas, who may or may not play. I don't know. The latest is still as vague as ever. <laughs> the last three, four years. <laughs> you lose Onyemata, Caden Ellis, Deontay Hardy, Shai Tuttle, and Marcus Davenport. Big losses. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, literally and figuratively. That Those names is yeah. what I think they need to fill. Uh, interior defensive line is, I think, first and foremost. Uh, I know they, they kind of dropped in a couple guys to maybe fill up, but they need a guy maybe with some pedigree, like a true kind of needle mover there. Uh, maybe one more receiver. Um, so hard to rely on Michael Thomas. I originally said tight end. I do like Jawan Johnson, but maybe I wrote tight another end. team. Yeah. yeah. Another team that looks at a day two tight end. Uh, they're another one, but uh, I, I would say, yeah, maybe another pass catcher um, as much as I love Olave and hopefully Michael Thomas plays, uh, but it's like, you obviously yeah. can't rely on it. Yeah, I mean, they lost their, you know, Hardy and Callaway as their depth. Yeah. So um, I also wrote Edge. Marcus Davenport's gone. Uh, you know, you got Peyton Turner, who drafted last year, but yep. um, Cam Jordan, you know, getting up in the ears and question marks about that. Um, okay. So I'm <laughs> high on the Seahawks, who I have next. Yes. But I do also think they have a lot of needs at the same time. Um not like a lot. I, like I think it's a good roster. I'm, I I think that they're a playoff team, part because I don't know if you guys heard us talk about the Rams and the Cardinals, but um, but and the whole NFC. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this one. So um, you know they, they we like their offseason. I think you know Draymond Jones, defensive yep. interior pass rush, Julian Love, yep. bringing Devin Bush and Bobby Wagner at linebacker. I think teams are telling us that they do not love this linebacker draft. By the way. Um, you lose Rashad Penny and Travis Homer. So two running backs, uh, Quentin Jefferson, Cody Barton, Gabe Jackson. So number one with a bullet is edge. It is the most glaring need on this roster. I think Uchenna Duosu is a good edge rusher, but you don't Mm -hmm. want him to be the best edge rusher on your team. Daryl Taylor, Robson, Boyamafe after him. Beyond that, um, nose tackle now. Puna Ford remains unsigned. Maybe he'll come back. But I do think that they need some beef inside. I also think interior offensive line 
We love the young tackles. Right now, Evan Brown is slated to play center, who was like kind of a rotational guy in Detroit. Um, and then I wrote wide receiver because wide receiver three right now is Derek Young or D. Eskridge. Yeah. That's an, uh, a position that I think the Seahawks absolutely should draft. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, obviously you're gonna. You have a better beat on this than I than than I do. Uh, is it the Mariners' season yet? And I could talk about there, uh, but there, guys. Uh, but I I have yeah front seven players. I said just real pass rushers, namely. Um, I always feel like nose tackle, and this is why I've kind of knocked the Tomlinson signing a little bit for the Browns. Is kind of like closers in baseball. You can find competent guys yeah. fairly cheap or fair without a lot of capital in it. Yes, there's great ones that you do want to invest in, but that's kind of how I view it. So I feel like they can find that type of beef in the middle. But I agree, a third receiver, power slot, like they of any team that, and when I say a power slot, it's a bigger blocking slot yeah. type of receiver. And I think this that would be one thing to really unlock this offense, which I am very, very high on. I, I agree with you. I'm. This is one of the teams I'm super high on is the Seahawks this year. I think their offense is going to be a top six, top eight unit and without squinting that hard at that. Like, I don't think that's too outlandish to say. And also you have a plenty. You said they have more needs and more holes, but they have means to fill them. Uh, yeah. Having a lot of draft capital helps. Draft, yeah, totally. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the interior offense line was the other one uh, that I had, but those were the three big three that I had was yeah. yeah pass rushers, power slot and interior line. I wouldn't mind them taking a running back later in the draft too. Cause yeah. they just did lose some depth there. Um, and Walker Walker's play style will always be, yeah, he'll, he'll get banged up. Cause he's just such, he's a little ball of chaos as, as a runner. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they bring in two guards, Nate Herbig mm-hmm. and Isaac Sayamalu. Uh, Patrick Peterson at corner, Cole Holcomb at linebacker, lose Cam Sutton, William Jackson third, who I forgot was on their team last year. Uh, Miles Jack, <laughs> Robert Spillane. Oh, they re-signed Ar- oh, Ogan Joby and Devonta Kizzy. Yep. Uh, what do you have for this team? Uh, cornerback, uh, badly, I think, actually. Um, you know, losing Sutton, but I'm kind of scared. I know they signed Patrick Peterson to kind of a, a vet deal, but pretty scared to see it's, Patrick it's a, Peterson. It's a, it's a <laughs> Yeah, keeping up with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase twice a year and their long speed, that shouldn't be fun. But another team where they're picking at 17 matches really well yeah. where the corners should be going. I wouldn't mind if they just keep adding some linemen. I like those tackles. two guards they signed. Yes, tackles especially. Yep. Yeah. Um, and again, if they want to go that path, they're in a spot that they can probably address that early up or early in the draft. So those were the first two. I actually liked their defensive roster more than I thought I would. Uh, 100%. I actually, the yeah. whole roster generally, I was actually, yeah. this is another one where I was like, oh, this is a couple of obvious needs, tackle and corner. But other than that, they're in pretty good shape. Yeah. One of my uh, off-season projects once the draft's done is uh, they their offense really came on the second half of the year, at least statistically. Um, I have hmm. gotten a lot of content out of ragging Matt Canada over the last couple of years. So I actually probably need to study it and see what they're doing and how they, how they did, you know? So that's just a personal thing is I'm going to be studying the Steelers offense in, in a couple months. Okay. We got three more teams. Okay. We're almost there. The Houston Texans, uh, right. did a zillion things in free agency, talked about them last week, but roster looks very different right now. Um, quarterback is the obvious number one need behind that. I wrote defensive line, equal parts edge and defensive tackle, I guess a slight priority on edge and then wide receiver. Those are the, to me, the three most glaring needs and the biggest needs. And possibly a QB. 
Uh, but yeah, yeah, they, uh, nope. I, I, number one is I, I actually really liked a lot of these kind of vet signings they got Jimmy yeah. Ward, Robert Woods, Shaq Mason, Trey, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz. Um, good spot to drop in a young QB. Uh, but another, I think a re, another young receiver with juice. Uh, I also think I, I agree with you. Defense alignment and edge players. And then I actually really liked their DB room. So I really yeah. don't see I know, that's the, uh, I was looking at that and I was like, Oh, that, I would not. You're actually in Nelson's decent shape fun. now. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing yeah. Some good War- safeties. You yep. Know. Ward and Petrie is a fun safety duo that they can both play the spot slot and they have a really good slot player already. And, uh, yeah. Tavir, Tavir Thomas, who Tavir I really Thomas, like. Who they brought so, back. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like their DB room. I, I'm, I'm, I have to pay attention to the Texans this year because <laughs> they've kind of kicked the can the last couple of years, which has been nice to not have to worry about them a little bit. It'll be really interesting to see what types of players and positions D'Amico Ryans prioritizes and yeah. sort of building out the defense. Cause I'm very excited to see Derek Stingley Jr. And his defense as opposed to I what too. they did last year. Um, and so I, I, that's going to be really fun. And I think yeah. we'll learn a lot about his vision for the team and their defense. Um, and you know, uh, notably, by the way, neither of us said offensive line. Like it's okay. Nope. Like, you know, let's say it's Bryce young who comes in. I do think they we were talented wide receiver, but like, this is not, Field and I talked about this. It's not David Carr, you know. This is it's a passable unit with some good players. So yeah, I, I mean, uh, all pro ta- left tackle, and then you know Shaq Mason get in there, and uh, and Kenyon Green had a kind of a better second half of the year. He was rough early, but came into his own. But he's a for that was why he's a rookie. Uh, but I actually think that Shaq Mason trade was a, a yeah, good one for smart. them because especially if they're going to go with a guy like Bryce Young, they kind of have to shore up the interior. So I, I like that more than originally I thought I would. All right, the Tennessee Titans. A fun one. <laughs> Interesting. Some conditional ones. Um, they they were pretty active, actually. I mean, they lost some players. Woods, David Long, Bud Dupree. Did he sign with the Steelers yet? I think I saw that being with Demarcus Walker, Nate Davis. You bring in Andre Dillard, Daniel Brunskill, Arden Key, Aziz Alshair, Sean Murphy Bunting. A lot of former 49ers. <laughs> yeah. Grand <laughs> Carthens, their new GM from the yeah. Niners. Um, you go first on this one. What do you have for him? Uh, I kind of had everything. Uh, I think this is a team that just goes best player as much as they can, but I really like them to get an offensive line in yeah, early that's... in the draft. Um, I, I see Titans fans and kind of going like, well, okay, we're getting our next quarterback of the future. And I'm like, you don't want to drop a quarterback 100%. into this situation. Totally it, agree. Yeah, I, I think even though they still have Tannehill, but it's, you know, right out the year, see what happens. Kind of, we're not tanking, wink, wink kind of thing. And, oh, maybe we give Malik Willis a chance in the second half of the year. It's like, oh, look, we went 0-8. And it's like, wow, look, we have the top two pick. Oh, Caleb Williams and Drake, I, yeah. May, Drake May are available. Wow, look at that. So, yeah, I said offensive line, though, is kind of like what I would prioritize, at least to start with. Yeah, offensive line, edge, uh Harold Landry will come back from injury this year, but I think, you know, that's something opposite him. And then wide receiver, um, yeah. you know, Traylon Burks. I thought flashed a bit last year. Uh, who's was a rookie wide receiver but behind him. It's like Westbrook, Kine, Kyle Phillips, yeah. you know, do love Chig and Quanquo, who's their tight end. So that's not yes. something. Yeah. I Good think call. he really, um, he but fun. yeah, this is a team that I could not agree more about their timeline and, and they got some fun young corners, you know, yep. I, I like the Al Shire signing. So, yep. There's they're, good players yeah. on the team. That's that's they're in an odd spot because it's like it's not like the Rams and the Cardinals. There's some good players, but I think this is a team that I I believe has been pretty realistic, which yeah. they were realistic last year. 
I think they're going to be realistic this year and, and get ready for a future quarterback next year. Yeah. All right. And like you said, like you said, it's they're they have a couple guys up the up front. But yeah, sorry, sorry to ruin your mojo there. <laughs> All right. We arrived at the end. Oh, I'm out of I don't have any spit left. The Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> this is an interesting one. I wrote two positions with question marks. Um what were they? Uh <laughs> okay, I'll just spoil it. Uh Quarterback question mark? Yeah. This is one of the teams where they could shock the world in the draft. I don't think they right. will. But uh, yeah. the way they did Kirk Cousins' contract, it feels like a team kind of like Tennessee. Not like Tennessee. I think they're a better team. But um, they might be ready for that next step. Uh, and then I wrote running back question mark because I don't really know yeah. what's going to happen with Dalvin Cook. Beyond that, yeah. I have wide receiver linebacker and then i wrote secondary corner i mean maybe safety i you know they they brought in byron murphy jr mm-hmm. but the the two secondary members they drafted last year didn't play andrew Bruce jr right. and lewis scene so you know i wrote eh, maybe you know <laughs> i i wrote yeah quarterback uh that that's why i wrote I, I like the murphy signing but it's still you know he has injury history and it kind of seemed like it's a glorified rental um, and Brian Flores is their defense coordinator now, so it's he's going to be aggressive. He's going to run a lot of man coverage, so <laughs> let's let's help him out a little bit. Uh, but good point with the guys they drafted last year. Of course, they need something out of him. Booth has had an injury history, so but he's talented. Hopefully, they can play. Another receiver would be nice. KJ Osborne came into his own last year. I, I like his game. He's kind of like a gritty, do everything type, and had better as a receiver last year. But I just said general youth on this team. Yeah, um, it, it's been they've. They outplayed all expectations and their own, you know, point differential last year. So, uh, but they need kind of to revamp this whole roster because it was kind of a win now roster for the last few years before that. I think they know that too. Oh yeah, um, yeah. A lot of one year deals. Exactly, <laughs> Davenport. You know, I yeah. think this is a, they. They know that they need to get younger at certain positions, and yeah, you know, it, it's an interesting team because they could still be pretty good. I think, but um, I know. It's, it kind of yeah. stinks sometimes when you're trying to get your quarterback in the future and you're like too good to fail <laughs> too not too big to fail, but too, too yeah. competent to fail. Well, mate, we made it. We made it. We were, you and I were too confident to fail today. This ran so long. I'm going to spare you the last few questions and Lenny's question <sighs> as well, because Lenny is literally outside the door, scratching, demanding his dinner. Um, but <laughs> this is great guys. You should check out Nate's work at the athletic football show uh, or on your Twitter, Nate underscore Tice. That's it, right? Nate underscore Tice. Yep. Yes. Unverified. Yeah. Soon we'll Unverified. all join you. I know. <laughs> I was ahead of the game. I cycled back. It's like style. Uh, it just went back to the 90s for for, <laughs> for being unverified. You know, it's going to be cool to be unverified. So you were there first. Nate, buddy, thank you so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.